millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. everyone you're listening to red pill 78 as always my name is zach Payne, the corruption detector and this is another edition of red pill news for friday night live stream thanks for hanging out if you have been in the chat if you're just arriving please do me a favor hit that like button also greatly appreciated if you shared the show out Tonight, our guest is Bill Ogden with Tactical Civics. What are Tactical Civics? Well, it is a community-based organization that I think a lot like all of us here would like to see the Constitution actually implemented here in the United States. In fact, they have an action plan to do just that, enforce the Constitution. Because they also believe, as I'm sure many of you do, that if only the Constitution had actually been adhered to, we maybe would not be finding ourselves in the position we are now. So, do me a favor, please hit that like button. Help us get the show out. If you're interested in becoming part of Tactical Civics, of course, Bill will be telling us exactly how to do that and exactly how they all began. I also want to give a big shout-out to Ann Vandersteel for hooking us up. Thank you so much, Ann. So, go ahead and sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn. We're going to be right back after this with Bill Ogden and Tactical Civics. Well, bad news. It sounds like the Fed has taken the punch bowl away from the party yet again because the stock market has been betting on March rate cuts, but not so fast because all three indexes just got pummeled on the news that rate cuts are off the table. 
Now, is this why J.P. Morgan and UBS are calling for a 23% drop in the S&P? Let me tell you something. This is the longest time we've ever had in history between recessions. And right now, that recession indicator is ringing off the hook. It's most severe alarm in that 40-year history. So either you think Bidenomics is working or you're buying gold. And since we all know Bidenomics isn't working, isn't it time you protected your retirement by getting gold? Right now, you can call the proud Americans of the Patriot Gold Group today and do it before it's too late. All you got to do is mention me, Zach Payne, and this show, Red Pill News on Red Pill 78, and you will always get the best-in-class service from Patriots Protecting Patriots. The Patriot Gold Group has the no-fee-for-life IRA, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you might be eligible for the no-fee-for-life IRA on qualifying rollovers. So give them a call today at 888-857-6092 and request your free investor guide today. Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer for seven years in a row. Call them today at 888-857-6092. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back. And please join me in welcoming our guest for this evening, the esteemed Bill Ogden. I hope he- <laughs> now you got me second guessing myself, Bill. Bill Ogden. Bill Ogden. Correct. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, excellent. Well, Bill, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I'm really excited to learn about tactical civics and obviously share it with the audience. Before we get into the the who's, what's, where's, and why's of tactical civics itself, I would really like to get a bead on who you are. What what is your background? What's your what's your history? Uh, I am uh, living here in the farmhouse on the family farm that we got because my great-great-great-great-grandfather served in the Revolutionary War. Mm. It's the first white settler in this community. He had moved eight times in a 40-year span. He came to this little town in 1797 when he was 62. Let that soak in for a while. Wow. You know, say to your son, let's take the canoe and go up river and see if we can find a place to build a cabin. When they got that framed up, he went back down to Lock Haven and got his wife, Eleanor, and the other six kids, and they walked up. And uh, uh, we are we are living downstream of that pioneer action. That's amazing. Uh, I am uh, agricultural, I guess, genetically. My grandfather was a subsistence farmer here during the 30s, a dairy farmer. I remember milking the cows as a kid. Uh, I met, was an ag teacher by training FFA, the future farmers. You've heard of them. I'm Absolutely. Sure. Yes. I was one. And then I taught them and, uh, I've been in various business enterprises over the years. Uh, I'm entrepreneurial and I believe in stewardship also, both of those things. Amen. Well, it sounds like you've got the right pedigree. You know, just uh, incidentally, I can trace my own genealogy back to a man by the name of Henry Fransoy or Henry Francisco. 
He was notable because he lived to be like 134 years old, and he fought in the Revolutionary War. He fought in the French-Indian War, actually fought in the Civil War, too, if I'm not mistaken, because he just was able to continue carrying on. He had two different families because his first family died before he did, and he carried on and had a farm in uh, somewhere over there in the Northeast as well. But uh, but I, you've got a, a lot more of a specific bead on exactly where your family is from. So that's amazing, and i got to say— I'm a big fan of the hardwood, uh, the exposed wood on the inside of the home. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Uh, this is exactly the kind of thing that we want to protect. You know, one of the things that uh, always occurs to me uh, when I hear someone discussing their family history and, you know, what that journey was like here in America, um, when we get told by the radical left that uh, – Caucasian people don't have any culture, that we don't have a history that we can point to. But, you know, I would say that all of recorded history has uh, many different examples of uh, many unique and thriving cultures and communities from all over the earth. Uh, it's offensive to me to think that people would want to belittle any piece of that. And I'm not interested in belittling somebody else's experience or their culture. In fact, I think that America is a better place when we can preserve those things and we can look back through history, because obviously, if we don't know our history, we cannot defend against the things that are coming. We will be doomed to repeat that history. And uh, one of the things that I really liked about your organization is that you guys have the focus on our Constitution. Uh, the idea of civics, it's not really taught in schools anymore, is it? Uh, no. Um, however, you can't expect the schools to teach the skill set necessary to control and alter the schools <laughs> the future people who should be in charge. Yeah. And, and I, I have this conversation a lot, and it usually involves the pronoun they. They didn't teach that. They don't do this. And I finally said to one interviewer, this is going to sting a little bit, but it's up to you to teach your kids what you expect them to know. And, and you know, we do some of that. Uh, we do some farm wisdom around here, take them outside, show them some things. Uh, one of the billisms I quote, is the farther people get removed from nature, the more confused they become. Sure. You know, uh, the, the world makes sense if you go out and look at it. So what what was the genesis for the creation of Tactical Civics? Um, David Zuniga and uh, uh, some other individuals, I'm going to say 44 individuals, 60,000 hours, some astronomical number, put together the America Again Trust and sat down and uh, postulate how how would we go about setting things right? How do we restore the republic? And the answer came back, well, we would enforce the Constitution. Mm -hmm. That's never been done, so let's start there. And uh, in my own, my own uh, journey in this was like uh, a lot of people after the election was stolen. Uh, uh, I think it was stolen. I, I don't really know anybody that voted, you know, it was stolen. Yep. And after you watch the Pennsylvania testimony at Gettysburg, you watch the Michigan testimony, and then you watch the uh, Georgia testimony, and then you watch the Arizona testimony, you really only come to one conclusion. It right. was stolen. Uh, it's another interesting conclusion. Those are all Republican-controlled legislatures. How did that happen exactly? And uh, you can theorize that. But then you begin searching for answers. Mm-hmm. You search high and low. You you look at various news programs, listen to various podcasts, read various things on the Internet, 
trying to understand what is going wrong. Am I living in topsy-turvy land or what? And one day I tuned into a podcast. We call it the Three Amigos podcast, Scott McKay, Nino Rodriguez, and Mike Jaco. And uh, they had a fellow on there named David Zuniga. And these three power hitters hit this guy for an hour. He deftly answered every question. Uh, now, the the, uh, uh, the little extra thing is Scott McKay's from this county. He grew up 15 miles from here. We know each other, known him for years. So I listened to David Zuniga. I ordered the book during the show, The Great We Set, that he promotes. <laughs> and I called Scott immediately after the show. I said, hey, Scott, I think you found something. This guy's got solutions for once. And, of course, Scott said, well, why don't you read the book and get back on the show with me? And you can tell us what it says. And uh, that was about a year ago, and here I am with you tonight. Uh, the uh, the thing I caught from David Zuniga was he was making sense of a world that wasn't making a lot of sense. One of my questions was, what exactly is happening? And in Tactical Civics, they take the position that we are under God's judgment. Tactical Civics is a Christian mission made up of volunteers. Uh, he based that discussion on Romans chapter 1, verses 18 to about the end, where Paul's addressing the Romans. He said, you people know that God is real, but you're worshiping inanimate objects and idols and stuff. So God has given you over to your stupidity. Mm. And uh, Dave Z- David Zuniga says, Paul never repeated himself, but he said that three times. Uh And uh, then he listed 24 specific things that sound like an average day in Congress. Mm -hmm. But one of them that stuck with me is, although they presume themselves wise, they are as fools. Listen to NPR. These people are just geniuses if you listen to them. It's true. And yet they say some of the most foolish things. Uh, You know, you don't like your gender? You know, get a saw. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Foolishness. Uh, we can dig your bones up 100 years after you're dead and check your DNA and see what gender you were. I'm from the farm. We know about this stuff. <laughs> you, you like humor? You know, I, t- I took my granddaughters out because, you know, they're in the public schools. You want to make sure they know. So, And I said, you know what we call the gay animals on the farm? What? I said, meat. Because if they don't reproduce successfully, they go in the freezer. And I'm not being mean. No, it's true. This is just the real world. It's pragmatism. Said, we have a, 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 a horse up here named Dwayne. He's 30-some years old. He's was gelded when he was young. He still thinks he's a stallion. Gender fluidity does not exist in the world I'm in. No. And that's not tactical civic stuff. That's me. That comes from me. But when, uh, when Paul said uh, things like, though they thought themselves wise and so on. Uh, okay. And then later in Scripture, it says, if my people who are called by my name will turn from their wickedness and repent and kneel down and pray, I will heal their land. They said, huh, this is a spiritual thing then. Mm-hmm. How do I feel about that? Well, the Q people talk about it's going to be biblical. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of people talk about an epic battle between good and evil, dark and light, and so on. Spiritual warfare. The communists dedicated their manifesto to Lucifer. Mm-hmm. So apparently they think it's an epic spiritual battle. It's a good point. Perhaps we should just go with that construct. And to take it further, I figure the people that don't believe it's a spiritual war are already casualties in said war, and they're out of the game. Uh, and so 
we move forward with that. Uh, what David Zinniga said is if we repent uh, and get back to work, we can restore the republic. Well, what, what do you mean repent? Repentance is uh, a change in attitude and a change in actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what are the actions? We, we have neglected our sovereign duty to oversee the government we, the people, created. Well, Absolutely. how do we know we're supposed to oversee it? It says we, the people. Right? It only so, exists because we allow for it to exist. <laughs> and so I, I go back to my great-great-great-great-grandfather, uh, first guy in the, in the area. And I, I ask people rhetorically, which which police force did he call when there was a problem? The state police, <laughs> county sheriff, something? None. He was there. Well, who was the code enforcement officer? <laughs> no one. Him. He's the only guy here. Yep. You know. And as you have a family, you might delegate some of these things to your son. We all live next to each other. My, I have a daughter uh, within a putt. I have another daughter within a nine iron, and I have a son down here, probably a good two wood to his front porch. Uh, and we have common meals together. And while we have these common meals, we discuss things like the dumpster and the proper way to load the dumpster and whose turn it is to do whatever. Or keeping your car parked a certain way if it's going to snow because my son runs a snowplow. We're like a municipal government. Yeah. But that's how it was done. People got together and began to discuss their common needs and problems and solve them together. So one day... Once upon a time, we had enough people, we decided to hire folks to do some things. And so we wrote a job description called the Constitution Mm -hmm. that enumerates federally 17 specific tasks I'd like you to do for me. You're my employee. Sometimes, Ann Vandersteel talks about having a congressman in a helicopter. They're flying over something in Texas, and she's explaining the order of business. We, the people, are sovereign, and then you guys work for No, no, he says, I'm federal. We're on top. You're kidding me. Do you think that those those folks generations ago unhitched themselves from the greatest empire in the world to turn around and be subject to somebody else? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. Uh, you work for me. If you're in government, you're a public servant. You work for me. Now, they don't like it when you tell them that right to their face, but it's the truth. And uh, the entrepreneurial aspect of this is, you know, if you have your own business, if it's to be, it's up to me. You know, if I'm running a small restaurant, I may have to shovel the snow off the door, got to answer the phone, pay the bills, do the accounting, run the advertising, unload the truck. I might have to wait tables or bus tables or seat guests or greet guests. or I mean, I got all that to do until I hire it out. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, I have, I have employees telling me what again? <laughs> it's going to be how? <laughs> you know, I get people that say, well, what if the government collapses? What if? We close this business down and open it up again somewhere else. So, you know, who cares? Well, what's what really is going to happen? Are they, is the border going to be overrun? Is the currency going to be debased? I mean, you know, what does collapse <laughs> look like anyway? <laughs> Looks like this. <laughs> yeah, we already we seem to be achieving that by doing nothing. Absolutely. <laughs> and so you know, scripturally, there's there's an intro to a parable where Jesus says, and then the master returned. And that's that moment when everybody scurries because there's going to be an accounting. Mm-hmm. We the people are the master. We just don't know it. Thomas Jefferson said that a man who expects to be ignorant and free in a, a state of civilization never was and never can be. And so tactical civics, among other things, exists to teach those uh, histories and knowledges that people should have learned in running their own country. 
mm-hmm. in providing for their own liberty. But an interviewer say, well, those founders, they were geniuses, though. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know that they were any smarter than you and I. But they had a hunger and a thirst for freedom, and they studied it all the time. And they talked about it over dinner. And, you know, they didn't talk about what pop stars dating, what football player in what big game on what we that wasn't the topic. They read Montesquieu and Blackstone. They printed the the letters to the editor that became the Federalist Papers so that farmers, after a full day of hard work over dinner by lantern light, could read them and consider the new country they have. Yes. We don't do that. No, no. And so tactical civics, when David Zuniga talks about uh, getting back to a new way of life, it's making understanding how this thing works part of our priority. Now, I inherited all this. You know, I'm whatever generation logged in here. I'm, I'm the current owner. I don't really get all puffed up about being an owner because it's really a responsibility I have a stewardship here. Mm-hmm. We're not a bunch of ignorant hillbillies looking to spoil the land upon which we live. I wish to leave to my children, grandchildren, and soon-to-be great-grandchildren. I'm getting a promotion. I'm going to be a great-grandfather. I was a really good grandfather. Going to great. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> the, the, I want to leave them soil that's fertile. I want to leave them water that's clean. We have an abundance of water here. I want to leave the trees and the wildlife. And so I'm a steward. So, too, with my republic. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up, if you ever watched the uh, Andy Griffith show, oh, where yeah. he was the sheriff and Opie was fishing, running barefoot. That was my lifestyle. Wow. Can your kids do that now? Can your grandkids? No. Uh, we have to restore what needs to be restored so that we can live the way that we were intended to live in a free country. Uh, now, Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. I don't know if I answered your question or not. You did. You did. I mean, that, that was excellent. I mean, it was more than I had hoped for. Okay, so I, it, in thinking about how best to convey that message, what is the structure of Tactical Civics as an organization? How do you go about educating the populace and showing them what needs to be done? Uh, I try to get on the Red Pill Network whenever <laughs> possible where I can speak to the hundreds of thousands of daily viewers knowing that this will be recorded and distributed throughout history. Uh, uh, We tell people strategically, we have an air game and a ground game. Ground games as simple as me telling the guy at the gas station or something. It's not that complicated. Mm -hmm. Actually, we have some uh, short videos, maybe 10, 11 minutes. Uh, I qualify people. I ask them a question. Do you think there's too many public servants and not enough, uh, or too many criminals and not enough public servants in government. Yeah. Do you, you think the criminals need consequences and the servants could use a little supervision for a change? Yeah, I sure do. Think somebody ought to do something about it? Yes. That's why I joined Tactical Civics. It's a set of solutions for that set of problems. If I sent you a short video, would you watch it? If you like what you see, there's a member button. Push it and join. And that's a ground game. Now, I can do that with one. I can do that with 30. We can do that with 100. And then what we call our air game is what you and I are doing now, reaching the masses, creating top-of-mind awareness, so that when Charlie at dinner says, what do you know about tactical civics? You say, I saw it on Red Pill. So in addition to that, uh, do you, you've, you've got the videos, but you mentioned this book. Uh, is, is the book uh, a precursor to tactical civics, or is it uh, essentially a primer that someone can use to go back and reference? The Great We Yes, it is both. Okay. The Great We Set is a, a, a condensed or concentrated, I think that's a better word, uh, statement about who we are and what we're going to do. 102 pages later, maybe you want to read it twice, but 102 pages later, you'll have a real clear concept of what we're about. The appendices list some other things. And so when you make a, a, a brief presentation, if somebody seriously wants to restore their republic, 
if they buy into uh, what the videos would tell them or what I would tell them, then the next step is go ahead and spend all of $5, less less than a big coffee, less than a egg muffin, five bucks. Come on. Mm. Spend that. Join Tactical Civics. Download every book in there. There's a book on the grand jury. There's a book on uh, Militia 2.0. Uh, you're for Michigan. Militia's not a bad word. I don't care what your governor said. Militia's, I, I say it slower for people in case they didn't hear me. Militia. It's okay. It's it's not extra constitutional. It's in the Constitution. Uh, but there, there are, there's a knowledge base. We have an online training center where you can go and uh, find other people in your community, in your county, in your state, uh, interact with them vicariously. Uh, we're reaching the threshold where uh, in-person meetings are becoming more of a thing because our numbers are racing right now. We're just adding because everybody's coming to the same conclusion, local control. Yes. We've got to reassert local control over this out of control uh, uh, group of, of uh, government people. Tactical civics has a phased plan. First phase is, yeah, uh, first place is to, to build our numbers. Uh, one of the big mistakes I see is uh, those of us who grew up watching John Wayne or the Lone Ranger or other soul heroes, Batman, you know, we're just going to take it down all by ourselves. No, mm-hmm. you're not. Not by yourself. You're not. You're going to be demonized, marginalized, arrested, abused, and put in a jail in Washington, D.C. or something like that. Uh, you could be in business and be a hero your whole life, and then suddenly you have federal ninety-two federal cases against you. Going alone's not the answer. Collectively, we are the collective sovereign, so we're going to do this together. It's a we thing, not a me thing. So we're going to build our numbers. Uh, and I'm and, and Bill, how many members does Tactical Civics currently have? Are you guys tracking? Yeah. We're, we're like at 7,000 or just short of it. Okay, okay. Um, we, we, I think we're up by either 11 or 12x in the last 12 months and accelerating. And I, I don't know if you know S-curves, but sure. I think we've reached a point where we're, we're going to really uh, – We're it's going to be a thing. And, again, it's because awareness. People, There's got to be an answer for this. Absolutely. You know, we can tick off all the things that aren't answers. Politics, if that would solve it, mm-hmm. already be solved, right? Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, I talk to people that uh, they want to go live in the woods by themselves and stockpile food. I'm in favor of all those things, but not as a solution. Sure. Uh, uh, abdicating citizenship. You could do that, get away from the evil, but that's an insurance policy, not an offensive strategy. What does it do, you know, in the big picture? Absolutely. Uh, uh, we could uh, wait for a hero. And, you know, I'll probably vote for him, too. What do we do four years from now? Exactly. Then yeah. what's, what's our is junior going to run? You know, it, it is uh, emblematic of the state of America today where everyone's looking for someone else. Outside of themselves. Better. Yes. Yes. And uh, that's not me. I'm going to I'm going to solve. I'm not going to sit here and do nothing. That's I'm just not going to do nothing. Um, credit goes to the man in the arena. You know, that long quote. To Roosevelt, I'll send it to you. Okay. Uh, uh, who, even if he fails, fails while dare, daring greatly. I'm, yes. Okay. I'm in favor of that. Yes. I'm in favor of that. But I don't think this is going to fail. Uh, first, we build our numbers. We're going to build them across the republic, chapter in every county, to the tune of about half of 1% of population. Where I live, that's about 400 people. I call them special operators. They've got a special mission. 
And that is when the go sign is given, we're going to get the county government to uh, pass an ordinance to restore the county grand jury. Restore means it's something we had for a thousand years. We're going to bring it back. And, and uh, it's, Bill, so yeah, yeah I've, heard, I've heard people mention this idea of these citizens. Is it a, the same as the citizens grand jury? No, totally different. OK, so then explain uh, the county grand jury. What exactly is that and how did we lose that? Uh, we lost it because we weren't paying attention. We lost it because, you know, when you talk to the public, there's they know they know next to nothing about jury duty, but they all seem to know how to get out of it. Uh, most people don't even know that there's two kinds of juries, a grand jury and a petite jury. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't realize that in order to be sovereign, one has a duty to oversee one's government, which is the mechanism that the grand jury filled. These guys checked on whether the potholes were filled. Uh, you know, there, there's a book called uh, The People's Panel of the History, the Grand Jury 1643 to 1941, that gives case after case after state after state of where the grand jury would investigate anything. The citizens' grand jury, and I, I hear those used uh, interchangeably. Um, there's a fellow named Kelly Mordecai who wrote a book called uh, The Hidden Fourth Branch of Government, the Grand Jury. Said citizens grand juries will get you put in jail. Ooh, okay. If they're they, they've got to be lawfully assembled, and uh, they have to uh, by ordinance. Uh, there are state grand juries, but the state has been so fouled and contaminated by the federal government that we want to go county by county. The county grand jury is seated and sworn by the judge, equal to the judge in stature. They are superior to the sheriff, superior to the DA. All resources in the courthouse are available to the grand jury. They can investigate whether the trail leads, whatever looks to them like needs to be investigated, issue subpoenas, issue search warrants. If uh, hired law enforcement has a conflict of interest, let's say that uh, the grand jury is looking at the DA and they need to do a search warrant. Which cops in town are going to want to do that? Mm -hmm. The lawfully constructed constitutional militia, the people's law enforcement, will go and execute that search warrant if that's what it has to be. That is also restored by ordinance. It has a page on the county website, as does the grand jury. Uh, The officers are selected and voted in by the the commissioners. Uh, Right now in the news, You'll see that Senator somebody, Markey, and, uh, and Congressman someone else have a bill pending to outlaw private militias. I, I was going to mention that. Yes, I saw that. Yes, let's get a clue, Senator. They're already outlawed. Okay. It, it's, it, this is not the Montana 3% looking to kill John and Beth Dutton this year on Yellowstone. We're talking about <laughs> law enforcement. These are people with sidearms that uh, do exactly that. Now, and I go back. To 1797, my great-great-great-great-grandfather's here, who enforces the law? The people. Mm-hmm. Who else is there? The people. Uh, and uh, not not lynching, not vigilantism, but uh, simply, you know, in the Constitution under uh, uh, Article, I want to say, 1, number 7 or 8, Congress shall have the power to call forth the militia. That implies to me that it's already been constituted. You can't call forth something that isn't constituted. Call forth the militia to enforce the laws of the land. That's law enforcement. Put down insurrections and repel invaders, both of which would be handy in the last couple of years. Definitely. 
I'll take you backwards to the book of Judges. Judges chapter 6, 7, and 8, the story of Gideon in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Skipping ahead past the thing with the Midianites, which caused all the problem, Gideon goes out and blows the trumpet. 32,000 men and boys capable of bearing the sword show up. They don't know what they're showing up for. They heard the trumpet. Mm-hmm. Not unlike volunteer farmers, by the way, who, you know, they're ready to go fight fire. Because mm-hmm. if there's fire, we got to put it out. I don't care who you are, we got to put out the fire. Uh, Gideon uh, distilled that down with God's coaching to about 300 special operators that went in and stirred up trouble in the Midianite camp. But those other 31,000 were helpful when the route was on. It was a people thing. Okay, they enforced the law. They defended their borders, their crops, their women, their livestock. It's it it's just as natural as can be culturally, except of course in the Western world where we are fat and lazy and watch too much TV. Um, we're going to restore those two organs of government. So and so were the, part of that, were, Bill, were they were they explicitly legislated out of existence, or is it just that people stopped paying attention and they just stopped being formed? I won't speak for all 50 states, but in Pennsylvania, our legislature, in their wisdom, said you can have one if you want, but nobody does. Now, why wouldn't it? It costs money. So the county government, you know, they got to pony up money to do this as a standing grand jury, and they're trying to do everything else, and, you know, there's no money. Well, they've, they've got books explicitly teaching children how to have oral sex that they've got to pay for. Yeah, well, yeah. that's school districts. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and that's you know, I can I can run those numbers if you if you want to if you if you're looking at it, forty nine percent of your property tax dollars in in the state of Pennsylvania pay somebody's salary in a public school somewhere. And this gets me in trouble. Uh, I was an educator. Uh, the purpose of of school is not to employ teachers. Teachers are a means to an end. We could actually teach a lot of people this way. Apparently, they did that over the last year or so during some alleged virus. The um, uh, and that's my editorial note. No, no, so we're it, on the same page. <laughs> it, it would match. So we we restore these two organs of government. Oh, uh, in California, Kelly Mordecai is on a, a grand jury out there. They have twenty counties with grand juries stood up, um, and they can't. They can't get people to serve. So he's literally passing out flyers at church, seeing if he can get volunteers to sign up to be on the grand jury. It's apathy. Mm-hmm. It's pure apathy. We, yeah. You know, I don't know, and I don't care. I don't know that it's important. I don't care. Now, I guess you want you go do it. Can't somebody else do that? Right. It's right. Not, and, you know, I go back to the discussion of entrepreneurism and stewardship versus being an employee. It's not my department. It's not in my job description. Running this country's in my department and in my job description. So I have to do the oversight via grand jury. The uh, grand jurors are drawn from the... Uh when it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Voter pool, voter roll, 
It's about 60,000 people in my county could potentially be on a grand jury. You know, they might get kicked out for whatever reason, but 60,000 people. Um, and, you know, if somebody said, how do we keep the Democrats off? They live here, too. That's right. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so my dad's 92. He's a lifetime Democrat. I am not. They're stealing from him, too. Okay? Yeah. They, they, they don't care what party you're in. They steal. Uh, they don't care if you're not in a party. They're stealing mm-hmm. your money, too. Uh, 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 in the declaration, it's a long train of abuses and usurpations. And right now, they're abusing and usurping as hard as they can. Yep. The uh, Once we restore those two organs and we, we can begin to uh, investigate things that aren't right, because that's your, you know, we're told we're supposed to vote them out. Let's just vote them out. So a senator or a township supervisor on a six-year term, I got to deal with that guy for five and a half more years? Mm-hmm. Why don't we just check and make sure he's legit using the grand jury system? So you, you, you hire good people, but you supervise people, make sure they're good people. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, where you when you work for somebody else, don't you have to punch a time clock? Mm-hmm. Don't they check to see that your production's up? And so, not government. That's yeah. the only place. They, those yeah. guys do whatever they want. People well, just fail are- upwards in government, and nobody holds them accountable. It's yeah, it's frustrating. The next, the next thing that we are going to do, we're going to establish our chapters at a certain size. Somebody says, right, have you done this anywhere yet? No. Why not? Eisenhower put the men, materials, and machines in Britain first. Then he invaded Normandy, and he didn't tell the Germans he was coming. We're going to build chapters first. Everywhere around the country where I talk to people, they wish they had people on deck before they had done something. Absolutely. In Florida, they've got grand juries, but they need people to make phone calls and put prep. Wouldn't have been good to have the people first. You know, and I can can go around the country with those examples. We're going to organize first. We're going to get people all facing the same direction first. Then we're going to move and we're going to restore. The second thing we're going to do is we're going to press for uh, an amendment limiting a federal congressional district to 50,000 people. Uh, there were 11 states that passed that. Connecticut did not turn in their homework. I'm blaming Connecticut. Uh, it's 200 and some years. It's been waiting around for 27 states to vote it in. I can name you 27 states that will pass it. think Idaho would pass it. You think Montana would pass it? Kansas? How about Utah? You know, we just we can we can run the list. We ought to be able to get 27 states. It take a half hour on a Thursday to do that. In my county, we're going to help uh, find, identify, and vet people who are going to fill those new congressional seats. And when they go to Washington, there's nowhere for them to meet. There's no office space. There's 6,800 Congress people. <laughs> Somebody said you're going to make Congress bigger. Yeah, yeah, we are. Uh, because you're going to you're going to be represented. So we're going to ask the people we support for Congress to, uh, as their first action, pass the Bring Congress Home Act, creating the first distributed legislature in world history. But we already know they can meet by Zoom, right? They, yeah. They've been doing it. So they don't actually have to be in Washington. You know, when Trump was in office, they kept saying he was a fascist. And mm. I didn't like it, but I didn't really know what that meant. So I looked it up. Fascism exists when big business and government are in cahoots to the disadvantage of you and I. Yes. Sort of like big media, big tech, big pharma, the military industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Well, those people are all in one place uh, on the eastern shore of Maryland somewhere. When the legislator lives in your county, when you see them on the street, 
when they're in church with their wife, not somebody else's for a change, when you can see them at the Walmart or at the fill-in station, you say, hey, congressman, they'll represent you for a change. Yes, Part sir. of the Bring Congress Home Act is term limits. They can have two terms. You know, and if, if you don't have something else planned for after two terms, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, this isn't Bernie Sanders' world where you do nothing until you get hired as a senator. That's just crazy. That's just crazy. You know, uh, all the Trump detractors, all of them, the guy went out and made something out of himself first and then felt obligated to give something to the republic. That's how this was done. Yes. That's, you know, Ben Franklin was the first franchisor. He set up printing companies up and down the coast and then got a percentage of the action, which is why he had free time to fly a kite in the rain. He was independently wealthy. That's why he could work for us as a public servant. He was trying to get rich. When we have those three things in place, grand jury militia, the 50,000 through the amendment, and the bring Congress home, we have just circumscribed our Congress people back in the county where they're accountable to our local grand jury and the state court system. Every good criminal knows a way to skirt justice is to go to a different jurisdiction. Mm -hmm. Washington, D.C. is a different jurisdiction. The federal courts are a different jurisdiction. In the Constitution, Congress has control over what the federal courts may consider, which may not be their crimes. So we're going to bring them home where they have to live by the rules you're living by. And when we find out some well-meaning but misguided guy wants to put in a bill to limit some sort of firearm that I think I should have, violating his oath to uphold, defend the Constitution, we're going to say, buddy, you just broke your oath. You know, that's perjury, and that's a felony in this state. We convict you of a felony. You're not going to be in that cushy office up the street for long. We'll be having us a special election. (laughs) It's that simple with those three things. Now, the critical moment is now. The beginning phase is now. Sending the special operators in first, that's now. And so when I say special operators, going back to my story of Gideon, uh, God told uh, Gideon, he said, 32,000 is too many. They'll think you did it. We want them to think I did it. Everybody that's scared should go home. 22,000 left. So there's 10,000 still remaining. God says, have them go get a drink. The ones that stick their face in the stream and drink like a dog wouldn't know if someone was sneaking up on them. Send them home. They're not prepared for the, the engagement. There were 300 that picked the water up, drank it, kept their wits about it. Special operators, Navy SEALs. So the, you know, and uh, in our case, the special operators are people that can't be leveraged because they work for the government or they're uh, uh, beholden to a foreign-based religion that considers itself a system of law uh, superior to our own. We, we, you know, they aren't going to make the special operator, but they can help us press for our ordinances they can show up to meetings. You know, my state legislator, he's a great guy. Uh, he's not eligible for the, the special operators group, Tactical Civics, because he, he's a state legislator. But he can read books, and he has. He can come to our meetings, and he does. He can champion our cause, and he is. And my, my statement to him was, please don't quit what you're doing right now. You're a good one. His goal is to be number one in the Pennsylvania state legislature in Nova. He's against everything. <laughs> they, have, they come and talk to me. He says, you better bring your better bring your big ammo if you're going to get me to agree to this because it's not constitutional. He said, if you wanted me to vote for it, it wouldn't be that many pages, would it? You know, I mean, he just, <laughs> it's just wonderful. 
Oh, I like him. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how we are up here. Go, yeah, just leave us alone. Then we told them little clever things like when you're done work, come home, hang around the people that voted for you. Don't be making new friends down there. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I mean, that, that's ex- I mean, it's also elementary, but I mean, it it would work in my opinion. These are these are uh, uh, wonderful ideas. Okay, so in order to get there, how many members do you think you need to secure throughout America? Well, what's half of 1% of 333 million? Uh, I'd have to do the math. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. It's 400 in my county. I, I okay. only worry about my county. Okay. But here, here's what I realized. I need more than my county to move on this. Because if it's just us, we're a bunch of rednecks in central Pennsylvania and look at those hillbillies. You know, so I'm not going to play that game. But if we had multiple counties in the Commonwealth and multiple states in the Republic all moving in concert on the same 30-day calendar, uh, we're going to gain tremendous market leverage doing it that way. Uh, some of the folks that are running a little behind will get caught up quickly. Um, if Let's just say that we grow 10 times in a, in a cycle. Uh, we, we hit 2024 at 5,000. We're close to adding 2,000 so far. It's early February. But let's just say that we grow 10x this year. Well, that's 50,000. Mm-hmm. 10x next year, that's 500,000. Well, as people hear, but I read the I read the uh, commentary. You know, when people join, they fill out a form, and one of the questions is, "How did you hear about us?" My brother-in-law, guy at work, fellow at church. All of a sudden, that one-to-one marketing's kicking in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we all know that that person-to-person marketing is very effective. You like a movie, you tell people. You like a restaurant, you tell people. Uh, the air game is vital, but that ground game's really working for us right now. And part of it is we know each other. This is what works with Scott McKenna. We know each other. He's been here. He's met my dog. He's petted the horses. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's, there's a level of trust that exists because we know each other. Well, that's very effective. All things being equal, people would just as soon do business with someone they know, sure. like, and trust. So, uh, so this actually gets to a, a question that I had. I mean, uh, it, I guess uh, you've kind of answered it for me. I mean, I, w- I was wondering, how do we make sure that in tactical civics doesn't become overrun by the same types of malignant narcissists that want to run for political office in D.C. Uh, or who are joining with the express intention of subverting it in some way? I guess it, it because you're on a county by county basis, people are going to know each other. They're going to have that pre-existing relationship. It's a private member organization, and you don't have to be here. Ah, so you do, and you don't have to accept them. That's correct. Okay, I it's like it. Private, it is a trust <clears throat> offshore. Nevis. Uh, I mean, the the founder and the group that put together the America Again Trust. They were thinking because they knew we'd be attacked. Sure. And the folks that are disruptive, they can't seem to hide it. You know, they think themselves wise, but they are as fools. Boy, it stands right out when they start typing things. Uh-huh. And, and so uh, uh, we have policies and procedures uh, and so on. They're just things that aren't going to stand. So when uh, when was Tactical Civics actually founded? How, how long have you guys been operating? Less than three years, I believe. Okay. Okay. So just essentially the catalyst was the election of 2020. Well, they were they were working on getting the the uh, 
I'm going to say think tank, but that's not accurate. They were getting the, the intellectual stuff organized first. And you can read it at America again, trust.net. If you want to read all, all through that, I encourage that. Uh, it's also available on the tacticalcivics.com, uh, member website. Uh, you know, what they've organized. Uh, quite a bit of thought and research study went into this. Uh, there are 18 reform laws that come after we do those three things I've already enumerated, mm-hmm. which come after we build our numbers. And, uh, they start with a catchphrase I like that is, where in the Constitution did you get authority for that? <laughs> <laughs> so downriver from here in a little community called Renovo uh, in Clinton County, it's been decimated by unemployment and drugs. And just it's just it's not good. A company was going to do a billion dollar investment, probably perked the place up, you know, a billion dollar investment. EPA canceled it. They don't live here. We're we're in the Constitution. Does it give us authority for an EPA? It doesn't. Richard Nixon, in a reaction to the Love Canal incident Mm -hmm. and Superfund and all that, issued an executive order. What about Department of Energy, Department of Education, Mm -hmm. Department of Justice? What you know? You just start running a list. Where's your authority for this? How is it that you guys think you own all that land out west? When in the Constitution, it expressly says you can't. Mm-hmm. Who says those are federal lands? Those are state lands. You're telling me I can't do what on them? Right. You don't own them. You know, how, how does this happen? Uh, agencies, uh, agencies abuse the people. Out West, it's BLM, uh, Bureau of, of Land Management, right. uh, made famous during the Bundy standoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's forestry, it's fish and wildlife. You know, setting a bunch of rules and so on because they they think they're the boss of us over land they aren't supposed to own. Back in this part of the world, it's EPA. And again, I guess their assumption is I'm just not real bright. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want the water. I don't want to pollute it. I I don't want to buy city water. I want my water. No, no, exactly. So... (laughs) How do you guys have a timeline like on yeah, how long uh, effectively you believe it would actually take to implement this once we get to the point where you have the numbers? Do we have a timeline? I suppose I would uh, I can't guarantee a timeline, I guess. Uh, yesterday is mine. Sure. Well, now, yes. what are we waiting for? Yeah, per- perfect. Go to tacticalcivics.com. Uh, watch the videos if you have to. Push the red button and join us. Come on. What are you waiting for? What's the holdup? What else do you need to have happen to you? You know, how many more people do you want coming across the border? Mm-hmm. Some of the things I'm hearing about, about uh, potentially munitions being moved across. We know the fentanyl's flooding in. Mm-hmm. How much more of that do you need to have happen? Uh, the people out in East Palestine are getting kicked out of their temporary lodging. They're told that the funding is over, but nobody's cleaned the place up yet. Right. Right. Supposed to be a you know where and this is what criminals do what they're supposed to do they don't and what they're not supposed to do they do and so they're there uh, down in Hawaii those people are living in hotels they've just started gathering up the ash and the government's encouraging the rental property owners to convert them to leased properties for the mm. benefit of the inhabitants it's real nice right you know uh, uh, no 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 no. Uh, so we're soon. Uh, like I mentioned the S curve earlier, I believe we're accelerating. 
you know, I watch numbers. I believe that the numbers are picking up the pace rapidly all over. So when someone goes to tacticalcivics.com, they hit that red button, they've decided to join. What exactly are you asking of people? Well, I here's what I'm asking. You know, uh, at first I used to ask people to join and they did in record numbers. I live in the county with the largest chapter in the republic. A lot of joiners. Now I'm asking them to join and engage. Mm-hmm. And, that's, <laughs> and, that's, and that's what I'm getting at is because a lot of people – kind of come like pre-made with this attitude that, you know, they're already so busy. My I'm overwhelmed with the rigors of life, my job, my kids, you know, keeping up with my property. But if there's anything that you're going to devote your time to, I mean, this sounds something very, very worthwhile. Well, the question I ask uh, repeatedly is, why did you join? What's, what's motivated you to make this or any other commitment? And I'm looking to hear things like, you know, about my grandkids or future or tax, whatever they say. Mm-hmm. I say, okay, how are we going to reconcile what you want with what you're doing? Right. Okay. The deficiency here is knowledge. That is the first deficiency. Second is action. First is knowledge. Of course, you have to take an action to get knowledge. So read our books. Join in on our activities on the training center. Get engaged in the uh, weekly Zoom presentations where we deepen the knowledge base of people. Join with the other chapter members in your county, in your state, vicariously if you have to. But get in the game. You cannot. Well, you could. You it, it, you know, if you can live with it, I can. If you feel like you could just join and still do nothing, you know, whatever. But th- that's not how this works. Now, I had to read books. Now, I, I, I'd love to tell you I was born knowing something. I know next to nothing, and, and most people believe that immediately. You know, like you, you chuckle at it. It's, like, it's got to be true. I mean, and I it, it is true, though. You know, I mean, <laughs> you come into this world with essentially no knowledge, and you only know that which you have actually learned at any given point. And so if you're going to expand upon your knowledge base, you've actually got to do the work. And got to do the work. You've got to do and the work. And it's not hard work. No. You know, I, I tell people, this is, you don't have to sleep in the snow with rags around your feet. You don't have to ford an icy river or take on the most powerful army in the world mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve or something. You don't, you know, I've got a whole list of things like you don't have to do. It's called reading. It's called associating. The change is, what are we focused on? Mm-hmm. Now, I know people that when deer season's coming, they're out in the backyard every night slinging arrows at a target. And I don't fault them for that. You want to be accurate with that. They watch hunting videos, lots and lots of hunting videos, subscribe to Field and Stream. None of that's sinful. But your country needs you now. We've been living off someone else's commitment for generations. Someone else set us free. And we're about to lose it. And we don't realize how much of it we've already lost. Right. We don't realize, you know, there are people that went their whole lives and never paid federal income tax because there wasn't a federal income tax. It's not constitutional. Mm-hmm. Well, they're taking, you know, how, how does this happen? The founders said, stay out of foreign entanglements. So what do we do? Go get them foreign tang- entanglements. Right. It's not because the fighting's bad. It's the paying for it that bankrupts a country. Mm-hmm. And they knew because they had continentals that weren't anything. Uh, we have to make history great again. Uh, the uh, I, I still call them Indians. I, somebody said you should say Native Americans. Whatever. I'm a Native American, uh, but 
they get together in the lodges in the winter, and the old ones tell the story about how the people came to be. The young ones were hearing it perhaps for the first or second time. Now, it's the same story year after year, but that's how culture is transmitted. The best historians are the ones that tell the story of how we came to be. They, they live it. They present it in a way that makes it vibrant to the learner so that the learner grabs onto it and they can have what their ancestors had. We've got to get back to that. Not, you know, not what's on Yellowstone. Is Matthew McConaughey really going to replace Kevin Co- <laughs> okay, I mean, you're, you're, whatever. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I mean, I think if, if people were to sit down and actually tally up the amount of time that they spend every single day doing things that are fruitless, you know, really not adding to their lives or, you know, adding to the idea of uh, fixing America, uh, they find that they have a ton of spare time. And quite often when, you know, we're talking about these issues here on the show and people in the chat will be like, you know, but what can I do? You know, how do we fix it? And there's all manner of individuals and, and organizations out there who believe that they have the solution to whatever it is. You know, I mean, and generally they're they're focusing on one or two things. But th- this is, to be quite honest with you, Bill, I mean, this seems like a, a, a pretty solid catch all, uh, you know, a place to truly begin to allow people to take back that sovereignty and that power, because. The government and or more specifically, I think those malignant narcissists in government have convinced the people uh, of what you were saying earlier, you know, that it's the government that has the power or it's the politician who has the power. Like the idea that they work for us, they're incredulous at that idea. And I mean, it's it's crazy, but that's the way that it is. And so many people just accept it as if it's fact and they walk away feeling dejected, thinking that they can do nothing, that we have to elect someone else to do it for us, or we have to look for a savior. You know, I mean, this is, uh, you know, oftentimes I see this in Donald Trump. I mean, people looking to him as if he's going to be the only thing that will save us. I, I see him as a catalyst. You know, I mean, like what he started with this modern America first movement, you know, it's empowered a lot of people. Uh, But people have to stop looking outside themselves exclusively. There will be people, entities, organizations outside of us, but they're going to be made up of people that are us. (laughs) And we have to be the ones to do that work. Values, uh, as I recall it, that are American values, Mm self-reliant, self-educated, self-respect, self-directed, self-governed. You know, the, uh, the government was designed for a, a, a moral and religious people. You know, so we have that self-government. Mm-hmm. We have to manage our own affairs a little bit. Um, I, I teach my grandchildren, we just don't call the government. You got a problem with the neighbors? Go down there and talk to them. Right. Don't call code enforcement. Don't ever call the dog catcher. I wouldn't call the dog catcher on Hillary Clinton's dog. Okay? <laughs> that dog is innocent, by the way. Okay, it's a victim in this thing, just like everybody else. Oh. If he's still alive, if they even have. But the uh, uh, we, if you read books on exercise and nutrition, you'll get thinner and in better shape. What would happen if you read books on history and government, mm-hmm. civics? What would happen if that if you made that your focus? Right, right. What's the worst? What's the worst possible outcome there? 
let me say thank you to Freya and Boys. Thank you very much, Freya, for uh, becoming a monthly supporter over on Rumble. Uh, and uh, there's that's the only one. But I'm going to do a couple of quick thank yous to the audience over here on the Foxhole. You guys, the call information has been released. So if you'd like to join the conversation, if you have questions for Bill about tactical civics or perhaps any efforts that you are engaging in on a local level, uh, I would encourage you to go ahead and jump on the line. Uh, if you do not have the Zoom app, then you're going to want to call 646 931 3860, and then you'll enter the meeting ID that you see on screen. The meeting ID is 203-534-1837. But if you have the Zoom app installed on your computer or on your phone or on your tablet, all you got to do is click this link that I'm going to go ahead and drop out there into the chats right now. Uh, Now, also, if you guys are calling in on Zoom On the same device that you're watching the live stream, there's going to be a conflict between the Zoom app and your browser or between the Zoom app and whatever app it is that you're using. So you're going to have to pause the live stream or close down that app, uh, or you're going to have to use a different device to go ahead and give us a call because uh, I want to make sure that you guys are able to join this conversation. Uh, Let me say thank you to Sean Joe. Over on the Foxhole, thank you very much to Porpoiseful as well. Thank you to PQuest. Thank you to FilterDog1 and Sean Joe and Michelle Ann. Thanks again, Sean Joe. Slug Trail also says, it's our job as citizens of a free country to spy on our government uh, as much, if not more, than they do to us. Uh, I would say, yeah, I mean, if we are not watching them, then, of course, they're going to try to get away with absolutely everything they can. And that's what they've done over the last several hundred years, just gradually chipping away at it, taking more of our civil liberties uh, and uh, and hoisting all of this legislation and bloat in the United States government onto us and pretending like it was always there and it needs to remain. Uh, Nakaz808, thank you very much, buddy. Good to see you. And then thank you to Sean Joe as well. All right, so we're going to go ahead and bring in our first caller. I think this is going to be my friend KC. Uh, KC, yeah, is that you? It is. Oh, welcome. Happy National Happy National Pizza Day, guys. Is it really? Uh, well, Lisa and I ordered pizza, and it arrived after I got on the air. So uh, I'm looking forward to that pizza after the show's over, but I had no idea. So listen, uh, oh, I, yeah. I, I'm sure that you're going to have uh, all kinds of insightful comments and commentary for Bill, because uh, this is uh, genius. Uh, what do you think? Well, first of all, I just want to do a quick housekeeping or get an update if I could. Uh, how are the treatments with the uh, rice technology? How are those coming along? I have not actually turned it on yet. Uh, it arrived last week. Oh. It arrived last week. Okay. I, I had to learn how to use it. There was an app that I had to download, and it's just been very hectic the last uh, the last two weeks, I guess. Um, but yes, okay. Lisa and I were actually talking about it earlier today. And uh, during the day on Saturday, I won't have anything else that I need to do besides getting the show ready. So we were planning on actually starting tomorrow. So I will have a report tomorrow night. All right. But don't let her use it before you use it. You'll well, never get on it again. You know, the the, the way that it's set up uh, and the, the size of the field that it produces – I, I I did the math, and I mean, we could both lay on the bed, like even with Chi-Chi and Muffin, all at the same time, and I think that it would be uh, powerful enough to treat both of us at the same time. 
Well, let, let's hope. But uh, yeah. like I say, I'm going to follow up on it because it's all about accountability. Absolutely. And it's all about scale. And that's probably going to be my, uh, my premise for, you know, the questions. And it, none of this is criticism to be taken other than playing devil's advocate. And even that term is a very specious term. I hate when people that don't believe in the devil use devil advocate, if you know what I mean. Uh, because it, it really does have a, a a real meaning in this world. Um, but uh, first of all, Bill, welcome. Uh, I just think uh, what you're doing is getting accountability, all right, for people to do their job, okay? And as an American citizen, you have a job, and I understand that, but it's also scale in the sense that you're going from macro to micro, all right? What you're doing is you're taking that pie that we all enjoy, but you're slicing it down into so many small pieces that we're all accountable for those small pieces in the sense that you ask your kid, you know, uh, do you want to clean up the world? And they say, yeah, but they won't even clean up their own room. You ask them to clean the whole house, it's a hard job. You tell them to clean their room, they'll at least try and do it. So let's let's try and clean up our rooms, our houses, and then clean up the whole country, you know, as a whole. Because if everybody's got a clean house, we're pretty much going to have a pretty clean country. Uh, so it, it, in that sense, it is multi- so a multiplying force in that sense. But you're actually bringing down the responsibility with this and the citizen grand juries, which I would hope would encourage the sheriff system, because I've heard a lot of the, you know, the responsibility falling on the sheriffs. And that seems of a, a less corruptible system than these large police departments, state police in particular, um, because they're on such a scale that the corruption has already been there. Um, and the citizen grand jury incorporating they said they have the tools to use that you know uh the court systems have already uh incorporated so i'm not so worried about the added demands on the uh the court system but you know let's say becky the city clerk or whoever whatever her job is she doesn't do it very well and or she's corrupt could that corrupting force all of a sudden corrupt the you know, citizen grand juries on that smaller scale, you know, to where it becomes like a Salem witch trial. Okay. Which if you read about it, it's not only hysteria, but it was a land grab. So like these red flag laws, you know, uh, who's to say that bill, your neighbors don't team up and get a, you know, a citizen's grand jury to, you know, uh, convict you or try and convict you because they don't like you. You see what I'm saying? In a sense, now you've brought it down to a, a micro level, but now you need even less people to cohort to, you know, have a bad outcome that, that takes away your liberty. That for you me? understand the, the scale? Yeah, yeah. Yes, that, yeah. <laughs> that's your, that's your right. cue. <laughs> uh, citizens Grand Jury will get you arrested. Don't stand up a Citizens Grand Jury. We're going to go for a lawful lawfully constituted by ordinance county grand jury 
The citizens' grand jury is a star chamber or something people are doing apart from. And it, <clears throat> I'm not going to say it's vigilante justice, but, uh, and so that's one. Number two, the grand jury's job is to decide if sufficient evidence exists to cause an actor or actors to have to defend themselves in front of the 12-man petite jury. The grand jury simply investigates, is there cause to have a full-blown hearing or trial? Uh, Double jeopardy does not apply with the grand jury. Uh, You can incriminate yourself. Your wife can testify against you. Uh, You can't bring a lawyer. Uh, Their proceedings are held privately and secret. You don't want to expose uh, everybody just because we're investigating doesn't mean you're a criminal. But it's a function of governance. It's the people's function. Uh, could my neighbors, I suppose, if enough of them wanted to, uh, boy, I hope I've built a better relationship with my neighbors over the years than that. But even if they do, even if they compel a grand jury presentment, indictments when the DA gets a grand jury to do it, presentments when the grand jury does it, that's some vocabulary I had to learn. Even if there's a presentment, I get to go to the 12-man jury and defend myself. Now, I have a lawyer. Now I can't incriminate myself. Now the laws of evidence apply. And one of the things I hope we uh, talk about is jury of my peers, 12 people that that say, we know Zach, and he wouldn't have done that. Or they say, we know Zach, and if he did it, he probably had a good reason. Or we know Zach, and you're damn right he did it, and it's a bad law, not guilty. We hope that people know that they have that power. And that power in the petite jury comes from this. The king made the law. The king appointed the judge. Well, that's a bad deal when they're out to get you. But when you have 12 people who know you, a jury of your peers, they can say, well, that's a bad law. Let him go. They can say, cut him loose. That's called jury nullification. The judge, of course, and the DA will tell you, you're not allowed to talk about that. Really? In America, I'm not allowed to talk about that. Don't you work for me? Am I confused again? No. If it's a bad, we're supposed to rule on the facts and the law. So you know, if the neighbors want to take a tumble and do what you conjectured, and it's a common conjecture. Yeah, but it's, well, not it's, like a, it's just a case of having watchers watch the watchers. You know, so that you do have a a, a buttress to protect liberties okay and it's just who's gonna decide what's a frivolous case and what who isn't and as we know in fact i've told you how many times republicans conservatives suck at lawfare Mm -hmm. all right whether we're not funded enough or whatever it seems like as soon as we get into a certain quarter so and, and and bill i really understand the idea of decentralization getting it back into a grassroots form of representation. I have no problem with that at all. Uh, but like I said, leaving along the sheriff's line of accountability, but you also have to look at what's going to be the best vehicle to move this forward. And I'm not saying yeah, you can't do it alone. I'm just saying what's the best. I mean, from my perspective, I look at it, that the best vehicle would be this to be the term limits, but also to be the major plank on, you know, a, a, a convention 
of states, okay, and getting, you know, Congress back to what the people really want these days. Hold on. Let let Bill comment Uh, on that because he had a reaction. Go ahead, Bill. Before we do the convention of states, why don't we try enforcing the Constitution we already have? If we change the Constitution we already have to something better, won't won't the left have input on that? Aren't they just dying to have a convention of states because they have some really nifty changes like with the Electoral College and so on? Rather than opening that can of worms, why don't we just see if we – because what, what difference does it make to you or I what constitution we have if we don't enforce it? Who cares? Absolutely. Yeah. Enforce it. And so that's one. The sheriff. Uh, you know, I like the sheriff. I, I know him. I've talked to him. He's a decent guy. If I don't pay my property taxes for three years, he's going to take my house. So whose friend is he? Is he mine? Is he going to defend me from the evils of whoever it is that's taxing me into, you know, we've been on this ground for 200 years. Why am I still paying for it again? Yeah. Is yeah. it not paid off well, yet? Well, and, and the other thing is, from? the other thing is that, you know, the same types of malignant narcissists that get elected to the House and the Senate also end up running for sheriff. So, I mean, like, I, I feel like people... You know, uh, tend to have this like romanticization uh, about the idea of a constitutional sheriff. Well, I mean, they're, you know, they're going to be working for us, but it's not a foregone conclusion. Which also no, no, but I'm also, okay, let Bill talk. It's All vesting right. hope in a guy, not we the people. We're going to elect a guy and he's going to cover us. We're going to, you know, up here, we stood up the sheriff's posse. We have a posse. It was controversial when we did it. I think we had uh, close to 400 or 500 people join the posse because so, our sheriff went to a constitutional sheriff's class and he was going to stand in the breach in case the federal government can't. We're, we're a commonwealth. Let's start there. Uh, we're not like 48 other states. Us in Virginia, uh, we are commonwealth here. Uh, <clears throat> no. You know what? We're going to meet with our neighbors, a couple dozen of us, We're going to be drawn a lottery out of the election rolls, and we're going to sit down and consider a topic that more than one person thought should be considered. And I think that's the key. Uh, There's a threshold for how many people have to think it's a problem before it goes to the grand jury. It's not just one malcontent or one houseful of malcontents. Uh, There's a number that has to occur, and I don't have that number in my high memory, but it ain't one. Uh, And so that'll, that'll provide us uh some protection from going rogue down florida they got their grand juries by petitioning the king ron DeSantis sent them up and i'm glad he did they're going to release the result you're down in florida you know all about this yes yes. releasing the results on the COVID, are they and now that he's out of the race and this will rehabilitate us and and i'm not saying it's bad but why did i have to petition the king again to Mm. have a statewide grand jury Mm. that only lasts a certain amount of time Right. No, we run this. And if, uh, you know, uh, if sufficient numbers of people in the county petition the system to seat a grand jury on a specific topic, it shall be seated. Well, and my point is about decentralizing. And obviously, it's got to be term limits. But I'm just thinking the best vehicle is the conventions of states where you're going to get a constitutional amendment in incorporating and capsulizing term limits. And we know Trump ran on those. He just didn't run on them hard enough. And in an ideal, unflawed system, you wouldn't need term limits because these people's work 
would be term limits enough for them. But like I say, when you take it down to a smaller uh, precinct where they're more responsible, you know, for 50,000 people as opposed to what is it, 430,000, you know, you have better representation. But, you know, in the sense of term limits, I, I still think that can only happen through a constitutional amendment that allows it. And it's to work with, you know, uh, better people and, and better lawfare. So, you know, I just see all systems are flawed. And, and, and when you mentioned, you know, biblical and God and everything, even that system is flawed in a respect. And I don't want to go on too much of a tangent, but if Noah's Ark was supposed to be the system where man was saved from the Nephilim and the world that had turned so bad, why did God, as a flawed system, set up for unclean animals, pigs, to be on the ark? That's a flawed system. If two out of the three Abrahamic religions, you know, uh, uh, refuse pork and pigs, why would you have a flawed system from the get-go? Why wouldn't you just let them die and not even put them on the ark? So that says God is in favor of a flawed system. So anytime you bring God into it, and I, I love the hopium for the masses because we got to believe in hopium at some point, because otherwise what's life worth living? I just think it was flawed because man wrote it, but we aren't having access to all of it through the censorship, whether it's the Book of Enoch, but you brought up Ben Franklin. Yeah, he was making money off of printing, but he also suppressed ideas. He censored ideas because he controlled the narrative, because he controlled the printing. Well, so Casey, in Casey, that respect, Casey, Casey there's, yeah. a lot, there's a lot for Bill to chew on there, and I want to make sure we get to the next caller because we lost a couple of people. So uh, I want Bill to oh, – okay. yeah, <laughs> I, I just want Bill to uh, uh, reply to his thoughts on what Casey just said, and then we're going to move on to the next caller. Go ahead, Bill. The book I'm holding up that you can't see because you're on the phone is called The Great We Set. In said book, I saw you, will it. Find, yep. you will find the uh, ordinances for the county as well as the language for the Bring Congress Home Act, which includes term limits. It includes term limits. Uh, when you read this, you'll find out it's a comprehensive plan. Uh, I'm not going to account for what animal got on what boat. Uh, I wasn't there. Uh, you know, I got I got horses on yeah. my own defeat, uh, but it was great talking to you. All right, Casey, absolutely appreciate and, and your brother. Guys, have a great night. You too. Yeah, Do God the same. bless. God bless your brother. We'll see you. All right, we've got our next caller. There was uh, yeah, I got I got horses yeah. on my own defeat. Caller, mute your stream. Uh, it was great talking mute to your you. Stream caller. Mute All right, absolutely appreciate and, your brother. Guys, have a great night. You too. Yeah, Do God the same. bless. God bless your brother. We'll see you. Mute the stream. All right, caller. we've got our next caller. There was uh, yeah, I got I got horses yeah, on the caller. Mute your. Uh, it was a great talk. All right, caller. I have muted you until Yay. you get to the point in the stream where you hear me say mute the stream. So. Hopefully you've gotten to that point and let's go ahead and ask you to unmute and please you guys be ready to mute your stream and remember there is going to be a delay between the stream that you're watching and the zoom call so you need to be ready to go ahead and uh, mute that. All right uh, caller go ahead and unmute I'm asking you to unmute and uh, and Bill you you know how to unmute but I see that you've <laughs> <laughs> okay. Caller, you're on the air. Can we get hey, your name? Yeah, this is Colin. Hey, Colin. I was I knew you were going to call in tonight. How you doing? 
I'm beat. I've been using my uh, skid loader all day, uprooting trees and digging hard. And right on. Say, it's like riding a, it's like riding a uh, motocross all day. <laughs> I you bet. Know, nonstop kind of thing. Anyway, sorry. So I had to get on. I don't know. God told me I should listen in tonight. Maybe. Hopefully, it's a good cause. Absolutely. So I only. Yeah, you know, you know, I've been working at this for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've heard this before i believe about i don't know six or seven years ago and then it it got corrupted let's just put it that way but i just want to you know share it once again oh and uh i don't know how to do this right now but i wanted to do a little housekeeping that's all right with you go ahead uh i don't know when it was a month or two ago maybe three i was reading and you know somebody mentioned in the chat there's a couple people that were nasty Oh, there goes Colin and stories again, you know, no, 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 no. So at the time I didn't do anything that we were saying about, but I think I should do it now. Let me tell those people who are negative people been busted their ass and had things stolen from been in jail and paid the price. When you talk like that to somebody who's taken their time to tell a real story, mm-hmm. because if it was good enough for Christ, I think it's good enough for us. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that you literally can put people to suicide that because of a, a stupid, dumbass, unsensitive comment. You know, I don't think anyone can challenge my integrity. No, okay? I wouldn't That's say not, so. He's no one's challenging my integrity. So to sit there and say, oh, there you go. Story to get. Well, maybe if you would listen. There's four or five different messages in one story. Mm-hmm. You just have to listen to it. You see what I'm getting at? Absolutely. Sure. So, And the second thing I would say is, whoever wants to make those comments, I challenge you to a duel. Okay, I slap you in the face with my glove and challenge you to a duel. Show me what you've done. Show me what you have actively done, how many cases you've won, how many times you spoke out, how many times you've had stuff stolen, how many times you've been targeted, et cetera, et cetera. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Let's do the comparison of war, of war scars, okay? Sure. And if you don't have any scars and you haven't shown anything, then just shut the hell up. Can't nothing nice to say. Don't say anything at all. Okay, yeah. that's get, done. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So, uh, you know, on that um, note, on that note, Colin, uh, your uh, continued competency training seems like it would go hand in hand with a group that seeks to reestablish the actual implementation of the Constitution here in the United States. The reason I call. Colin, we're losing you, buddy. I'm sorry. How about now? Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you now. Go ahead. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm out in the woods, so I can move around. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's real simple. I, the name is actually uh, Continued Competency uh, Training because it sounded really nice when you wanted to get legislation passed, so that's the name of it. But I, I kind of put it out there for promoting it, mandatory competency testing. Mm-hmm. Now, the only reason I want to share this is that this was 20 years in the making. It took 20 years before it was revealed to me. And I dream about it for the last seven years. I've had dreams about it. I've had messages about it. I've looked at scenarios, da-da-da. Ironically enough, every single time, MCT, mandatory competency testing, is the solution. And the reason is, it's it's so simple. It goes back to basics. And the basics is, if you don't know the law, I don't care who you are. 
if you don't know the law, you can't abide by the law. And it's, and it's targeted at the go-alongers to get-alongers. You know, the, it, you know, whenever I'm developing something, God always says, how do you take a disadvantage, ignorance, stupidity, laziness, apathy, and so on, and turn it into an advantage? Okay, that's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Well, it's actually when you, ha- when you require people to be tested in order to keep their job. Oh, I don't know. They put a mask on and they took a shot from a complete stranger and stuck their arm outside the door of their car. No doctor, no, no file with this interrupt, nothing. Okay. So we know they're dumb, stupid, and lazy, but I believe, I know this is weird, but I believe that people have a right to be dumb, stupid, and lazy. Oh, and ignorant. It's true. It's true. But if you want to keep your job, well, then you need to be able to pass this test, which is what? The Constitution, the, well, the founding document is the most important. Mm-hmm. Everyone misses it. It is, in fact, a perpetually irrevocable express trust, the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America, united together, lowercase u. Okay, once you understand that that's a trust and that this form of government, this constitutional, which actually was a constitutional and now it is a United States corporation that adopted the Constitution as its charter, which is actually better because that's one, two, three layers down beneath the people who were created, the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And it is bound by its corporate charter. The reason I know this, the case I won against the judge, went into detail. That was what it was about, a, a, what a corporation is, what a suspended corporation is, and so on and so forth. Hale versus Hinkle is one of the best pages, 74 and 75. It just lays it out perfectly. The point is, is once, and I've been doing this for years, so in other words, I've been teaching people. And people step up, they look different, they act different. Now, people are like, oh, I'm not, I don't have time to learn it. Well, if you don't have time to learn it, you lose your job. Oh, I guess I'll make time to learn it. See, that the disadvantage is, is that they won't do anything unless they have to. Sure. Okay, so you just make sure that they have to. So, now, Colin, 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 if I if I may, just to you know briefly explain to Bill what you're talking about here. So, yeah, Colin's yeah. Colin's uh, ultimate goal is to institute mandatory competency testing, which is simply uh, in, ensuring that elected officials understand and can actually recite the Constitution, perhaps not, you know, recite it by memory, but at the very least have an understanding of our founding documents, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. Uh, and I, I obviously the, the theory is that the people who are elected to represent us, they can't effectively represent us if they don't have an understanding of those founding documents. And uh, and so, Colin, if you don't mind, I do want Bill's uh, take on this uh, and to see perhaps how if he thinks that this could be successfully integrated with what Tactical Civics is doing. Go ahead, Bill. Absolutely. I'm still stuck on it's Colin, Colin. I'm, I'm trying to get that <laughs> process in my head. <laughs> from the woods, Colin is Colin. There's got to be a, a there you a, go or a poem there. Um, I'm I guess if the congressperson didn't know what the Constitution said, he should ask the citizens that elected him. I'm far more concerned that the people don't know it. Actually, we are being represented quite well. We're ignorant, and so are they. Mm-hmm. It's our ignorance I want to address. You know, and then we can hold them. Actually, we'll start electing people with term limits who know something because we're going to make that the norm again. Um, 
there are cultures within our own where the basics are taught, where competencies are taught. We call them Amish up here. Uh, and in their own communities, they seem to be quite good at what they do. They live different, but not wrong. They're free, but not wrong. Uh, I just, uh, I think that uh, before I worry about what someone else doesn't know, I need to focus on what I need to know, what my kids need to know. My son-in-law said at 40, he said, I'm reading the Constitution. It's the first time. I said, yeah, really? Congratulations. Bet you know the rules of golf, though, don't you? And, you know, it's a son-in-law. I'm allowed to say mean things to him. But the point is, we do know the rules of golf. We do know whether that was inbounds or out of bounds. We do know the difference between a bloop and a blast. How do we not know our founding documents? And it's not up to the schools. The schools are a surrogate. When I worked in the schools, I worked under something called in loco parentis, in lieu of the parent. The parents are supposed to teach us stuff. You know, and this isn't tactical civics. This is just Bill talking. It's been my position for years. We ought to close the public schools, give the money back to the taxpayers, let the parents start working it out for once and see if the kids actually learn something. Uh, because the other system doesn't seem to be productive. Colin, go ahead. Well, you know, it's, it's great that you uh, that you raise that because that's exactly, ironically enough, what MCT uh, mandatory competency testing addresses. Hear, hear, hear me out. In it, this is what God gave me. There's there's basically three things that have to be there. First of all, position of public trust, not an office, but position of public trust. Now, when you look at that, first I didn't understand it, and then later, oh, a year or two later, I said, oh, "Wait a minute." Anyone who works, go to helpers, I think again, all corporations are creatures of the state presumed to be for the benefit of the public. All right. So that means if you work for a corporation that's licensed by the state, you technically work for the state. In fact, my new, my new case, by the way, I love so much. Uh, check it out. Um, I'll have to send it to you. Cooper versus Aaron. It says the command of the 14th is required that every state provide the equal protections of the law. So it, it, it's already in law. We already have it in law. Okay? There's no, no, no doubt about it. The problem is that people are not being abided by it. Here's the beauty. If you work for a corporation or legal, now what have they been trying to do? Get rid of the small guy. Mm-hmm. Getting rid of the, the, so this works in so many ways. Getting rid of the small guy. The small guy, he's not part of a corporation, so he doesn't have to do the passing of the test. He already's got it in his heart. But the guy who's lazy and just wants, his, you know, wants a job, a J-O-B, guess what? you got to pass mandatory constant testing. No problem. Because once you know the law, they will now enforce the law because they're like, hey, you can't do that. Why? Because I know what the law says. And I probably got maybe 15, 20, 30 people. I don't know how many people um, that have that have that are actively pursuing the law because I took the time to share it with them. So it's a, it's a um, what do you call it? It, it? it creates itself because the more you know the law, you catch somebody go, no, you can't do that. But the beauty of it is that when the, what is it, uh, a dictator can only dictate so long as the taters are willing to di- abide by the dictates of the dictator. <laughs> That's what we have right now. But when the, dicta- the, the taters get educated, they will no longer abide by the dictates of the dictator. And once that happens, they will know now that it's a crime for what they are doing. Okay. And once you know it's a crime and you know how to prosecute it, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. 
and you know how to prosecute it, guess what? You think they're going to go out there and start? No, but there's another thing when I was worried about that. Okay. And then I got a dream and God showed me the arrogant assholes will not even try to take it. They'll scream bloody murder and call all sorts of names and so on, but they won't even try to take it. All right. So instantly they remove and remove themselves from the position itself of public trust. Now the next part, and you're replacing it. Not only you're removing the, the, the jackass corrupted one, but you're now replacing with somebody who has passed MCT and does know the law and does know how to prosecute it and will prosecute it because 18 USC 4, 8, uh, 42, 19, 86, and 85, once you have knowledge of a crime caused for the United States and fail to do something about it, you then could be prosecuted for failure to do it. But most people don't know those laws even exist. Right. Now they know they exist. Does this make sense? It, it does. And Bill, I want to get Bill's thoughts on this one, and then we got to go on to the next caller. So go go ahead, Bill. Colin is calling from where the trees are falling. That's what it is. <laughs> got it. Um, well, I was I was felling some trees. If the if if the current level of oppression is insufficient to cause people to move, I'm not sure another layer of oppression will do so. However, I wish you the best in your pursuit of it. Do these things overlay, overlap? Probably not, uh, but I'm certainly open to you pursuing your own track. I I wish you the best. All right. Colin, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate you. All right, brother. Blessings. Yep. God bless. We'll see you. Okay. Next caller. (laughs) Caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name, please? And make sure you mute your stream. Caller? Freya. Freya. Freya Okay, welcome back to the show, Freya. You've got the floor. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Zach, uh, I love our opportunities here. We reach so many people here. I've met so many good people through your cat. God bless. So I wanted to ask a question, though. Go ahead. About uh, the future. We, we, have, we have to start planning ahead of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen after Donald Trump? Do you have any opinion about that? Bill, yes. I mean, we touched on this a little bit in the beginning. You know, Donald Trump, another four years. That's great. What comes after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> would uh, would McCain actually have been superior to Obama? Mm-hmm. Or would McCain have simply done mostly the same stuff, but he had been from our team, so to speak? Yeah, yes. we all we all know that they're the same yeah. two. Okay, who's in the wings? I, you know, if they can't beat Trump in the courts, if they can't steal the election, I expect someone to start shooting at it. It's just... Uh, they don't want the guy, whatever. But we weren't supposed to have a king. We were supposed to do things around. You know, I didn't address this earlier in my soliloquy, sorry. Um, the order of governance is from local to state to federal. Federal is the least of these. There was an incident in Portland where they were throwing frozen water bottles to cops at the federal courthouse, and Trump said, we could solve this. We could solve this so quickly. 24 hours, we could solve this so good. 
but they got to ask us. I'm mm-hmm. thinking, was it like a few good men? You got to ask me nicely, Danny. Remember that line? <laughs> <Yes>. No, <laughs> we cannot send the federal government. Yeah, in without, yeah I remember it. Yeah. We can't do send the feds in without the invitation of the state. I said, really? Is that how it really works? So in Florida, where Zach is, they reworked congressional districts and some voter procedures. And the Federal Election Commission said, we're just going to come down there and we're going to monitor your elections and make sure you're on the up and up. And the governor said, the first time you cross the state lines is going to jail. So they didn't come. Hmm. Who has the authority then? Federal or state? The state trumps the federal. Up here in my little uh, piece of heaven, we've got a municipality with some criminal things going on. And somebody said, why doesn't the state attorney general come in? Simple. The county DA has to invite them in to a local matter. So who's got the power? That county. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the federal people get themselves on the news all the time. And we're always talking about Trump and Biden. You know, I look out the window. I don't really see the federal government. I don't even see the state government. From here. Every now and then I see the township go by. And I don't want to say they're inconsequential because they're doing things that are long. That is, that is my that is my biggest fear is uh, starting to organize and having the local government come against me. Well, we are the local government. Yeah, I, I, I understand that, but... Uh. <laughs> so, so Bill, I, I mean, I, I take it from your perspective, this is just a matter of organization at the local level. I mean, we have the power, we just haven't uh, enforced it, we haven't exerted it. The enemies of free people, and David Zuniga would prefer I didn't say enemy because it sounds warlike, and we're not, we're law enforcement, we're not warfare. And all yeah, that. I agree, I agree. But the enemies they're of not a free, our enemy. the enemies are, of free they're, people, they are criminals. There are our peers, and we all get along, but the difference between us is so vast. Yeah. Hold on, we, we have a bit of a delay. Go ahead, Bill. They're stealing from us. The criminals are steal by definition. If you're not doing the things in the job description, the Constitution, you're stealing time. That's crime. If you're doing more that's in there, you're stealing authority. That's crime. Okay, so you end up with two people, uh, either a public servant or a criminal. Criminals have two basic tactics. One is a diversionary tactic. Look over there. Are the aliens landing? What's going on? Mm-hmm. So distractions, another word for it. The lion tamer in the cage had a whip and a chair. The lion could have ripped him apart, but he wasn't sure if the whip was going to crack or which leg from the chair was coming at him. So it distracted him. The other uh, tool used by criminals is division. Every delinquent child knows that if we can get mom and dad to start in an argument, they won't be looking at the sketchy stuff I was doing over the weekend. Every delinquent knows this. Mm -hmm. And so we play a game that I no longer play. I don't play Democrat-Republican. Washington urged us not to split up into parties or factions. Black, white, young, old, male, female, urban, rural. I don't do taste great, less filling, Ford, Chevy, Steelers, or Cowboys, because it's us against the people that we hired who are stealing from us. That's the dichotomy I wish to work with. And so what I'm doing is I'm organizing and I'm trying to get people very gently to all look the same direction, where the problem lies and where the solution lies so that we can articulate the solution. Here's the good news. I don't need very many to buy in. 
to accomplish the first round of goals. And as the first round is accomplished, I think it's Mark Twain who said, you know, after the cause is won, everybody agrees with it because it doesn't take much to be a patriot then. Uh, It doesn't take many of us to get this done, but we're going to get it done. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Listen, Freya, we are going to move on to the next caller, buddy. I appreciate you. Thank you very much for being here and have a great night. Uh, Let's see. Next caller coming in. Caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name? Caller, phone number ending in 9284. Can you hear me? Caller, you're on the air. Go ahead with your comment or question. My name's Colin. You're also Colin. Okay, welcome to the show. Do you have hey, a... I go by CKLR. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, CKLR. Yeah. First time I ever... Yeah. All right, awesome. Weird. Um, didn't didn't think I'd be called in for this. This is hilarious. Well, I'm glad you made it. Go ahead with your question or comment for Bill. Well, I wasn't even... Paying attention enough to ask, um, really getting. Well, I mean, do, did you have? Here? Yeah, we're here. We're 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 just waiting for you to uh, to give us a comment or question. Did did you have something on your mind when you called in, or were you just thinking that you that you were just going to be on hold the whole time? Yeah, that's what I thought. I was, thought I was going to be on hold the whole time. Oh, so okay. Um, listening like um like i always do this is great okay awesome well where are you calling from cklr uh camrose alberta canada alberta canada okay all right yeah so um so obviously there is a kinship between the united states and canada bill they have a slightly different form of government up there um but they're they're facing the exact same types of uh, uh, problems that we are. But from your perspective, do you think they're at a disadvantage uh, because they are operating as kind of a uh, a sub-tentacle of the uh, British monarchy? In America, our charter documents inform us that our rights come from God. In Canada, their charter documents inform them that their rights come from government. Mm-hmm. Move south. <laughs> CKLR, uh, what is your feeling about the current state of Canada? And I know that Alberta is perhaps a, a little bit different than the rest of Canada. It seems like there's a lot of uh, freedom-loving patriots that live there because of how remote it is. Oh, absolutely. A ton of them, um, myself included. I moved from northern Ontario to Camrose, Alberta, within the last six to eight months. Um Movie itself would be great, but I, I I really wish I didn't have to. Sure, uh, it's 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 insane. It's absolutely insane what's going on up here. Um, Alberta being uh, given the moniker the Texas of the North, mm-hmm. you know that, that that's great. But um, like the the major metropolitan centers in Alberta, and for people that are listening, like there are actual cities in Canada. Um, in Alberta, there are cities of uh, population north of 1 million, and they're talking about 15-minute cities and 
Right. It's it's absolutely insane up here. What's going on? So absolutely insane. So from from what I understand, this is you know in speaking to somebody else up in Canada, um, there there seems to be a a, 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 a like an inborn reticence for people to openly discuss these subjects and like when you're out in public because the control grid has been so effective up there the the government truly has exerted itself as the 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 only arbiter of rights and uh and and how you should speak and how you should act do you think that's changing at all do you think because it's gotten crazier because it's gotten more overt do you think that people are starting to get to the point where they feel comfortable speaking up and perhaps starting to organize and do something about it? Absolutely. We're, we're a country of lumberjacks and hockey players. Yeah. So like, we're, we're only going to take so much. Like we're really, really nice people until we get pushed too far. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's absolutely insane. The, the control that the government has up here and it, um, w- once the, the men and, and like the strong women have already woken up in this country, I'm convinced, mm-hmm. but once the men wake up in this country, um, it, it, it's, it, it'll be a revolutionary type of thing. It's, sure. it's insane up here. What's going on. They're taking all of our money and they're giving it to people that walk into our country illegally sound familiar there is that oh yeah 100 percent. yeah 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 it, it, it's absolutely insane like like and we're watching it and we're all uh most canadians are very very reserved and we're we're very giving we, we want to help everybody but eventually it, it, like we're going to as a group wake up to the fact that all of our money is being taken from us and given to other people, whether it's in our nation, uh, people that aren't from here that are getting our money, or the money is going to other nations. Right. right. Like the the amount of the billions have gone to to Ukraine, and well, take it from there, Zach. Well, I was going to say, let me ask you this one more question uh, before we move on. But uh, recently, I reported on this briefly on the channel. Uh, Justin Trudeau and his Green Energy Slush Fund. Uh, had been essentially exposed for just being another siphon to take money from the people and then put it into the pockets of Justin and his uh, closest friends and advisors. Uh, has has that news or that knowledge become widespread? And do you think that anything is going to happen as a result of that coming out? Widespread, yes. Uh, the media here is, has a stranglehold on a huge portion of the population. Mm-hmm. Um, but w- we know what's going on. Like a huge portion of us know what's going on. And um, it it cannot stand. Yeah, uh, it, it, I agree with you. I, I hope that it's, uh, well, I don't know that it's ever too late. I, I tend to be fairly optimistic about these things. And I know that Canada has a different form of government. But, I mean, at some point, it seems like you guys are going to reach a, a boiling point in, in the same way that we're uh, approaching that or perhaps even have approached it down here in the States. I mean, uh, 
Uh, I don't I don't know about you guys, but I I've often said that uh, Joe Biden has probably been uh, the the biggest red pill that America could have swallowed, because in a few short years, in three years, you know, he took us from the brink of disaster to basically, you know, we're already at the bottom of the cliff. And if it wasn't for him opening up the border and just uh, lawlessly allowing all these people in, I don't know that as many people all across this country would have woken up to the degree that they have. And, you know, oftentimes many people who consider themselves to be lifelong Democrats, people who can never imagine themselves uh, doing anything other than just voting blue because that's how they grew up. And now they see that it seems that the politicians uh, that have been elected to represent us are more interested in representing illegal aliens. I mean, undocumented Americans, uh, but even though they're not really Americans, just people that came across the border, they think that uh, they need to be represented more than the people who actually put them in office need to be represented. It's kind of crazy. All right. Well, listen, CKLR, I want to thank you very much for calling in, brother. Appreciate you. Well, thank you. And it, 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 Zach is the same. Like, it, it, in the United States, the elections are not true. Mm-hmm. You know that. Yep. Like, you guys talk about that on Badlands all the time. You think anything is different up here? No, no. We're really not that different other than that imaginary line of the 49th parallel. Yep. We're all the same human beings, mm-hmm. and we're all getting rooked. All of the elections are rigged. The people that are representing us are not representing us the way that we want to be represented. Mm. They're stealing our money. They're sending it to themselves, their friends, whatever. It has to stop. Yep. It certainly does. You know it has to stop. Yeah, 100%. How does it stop? We the people. (laughs) We've got to be the ones to make it stop. Absolutely. Yep, yep. All right, brother. Well, listen, no I, I want to get I want to get Bill's final thoughts before we close out for the night. So I appreciate you calling in. Hey, man, I wasn't even prepared. Next time I'm going to get a list of things. I'll be ready because <laughs> I literally did not imagine in a million years that you ever take my call. Oh, of course. I'll take it next time, too. So thanks again, buddy. Appreciate you. Sorry, man. All right. Have take a great care. night. All right. So. Bill, we have about 10 minutes left. Uh, you guys, if you're not on the phone, then we're not going to be taking any more calls. So I'm just going to take that off screen. All right. Uh, okay, so we now have uh, a mission, if you will, an action item for people to start educating themselves about how this government and uh, the people who run it are actually supposed to be operating. Um, when someone joins Tactical Civics, what can they expect in terms of, you know, actual meetings or uh, uh, the Zoom meetings? I mean, what is somebody going to be looking at so that we can really start accounting for the time that we have and we're not using effectively? Well, we're all volunteers. Okay, so, you, you know, set your own schedule. You're going to go to the gym, going to get in shape, set your own schedule. You know, probably ought to go three days a week, though. Probably, ought, you know, I tell me what you're looking to accomplish and we'll talk about what you need to do. Really starts with that. What outcome are you looking for? You want to dip, dabble, or dunk? And uh, once we figure that out, in terms of what's recommended, there's a Sunday night call with David Zuniga. You don't have to be a member to be on that call. You can find that phone number, tacticalcivics.com. It's uh, broadly displayed across the bottom of the front page. The, the, uh, we encourage people to attend a Zoom study weekly. There are Zoom studies uh, 
evenings, mornings, East Coast, West Coast, to accommodate your schedule. There's a real good one Wednesdays. They even record so people can watch it kind of like podcasts on their own schedule. We encourage people to actively read the material. And then if you're going to actually pursue this, we'll walk you through a 21-day challenge, 21 days where you share the message with people that you know, your warm list, as it were, uh, and it's basically to help you refine your messaging. Now, we've already agreed I can't be all that bright. You you bought right into that from the beginning. Uh, early on, they told me I needed to learn all this stuff so I could tell other people. I said, can I just show the video? I mean, it's all in the video. Why would I tell them if it's in the video? And the way I thought about it was every time somebody watches a video, I buy back 11 minutes of my life. <laughs> and so uh, they were setting expectancies. I said, no, what we're going to have is 50% will join. Mm-hmm. No, that'll never happen. So in the month of April last year, I, I, I literally, remember that three questions I asked? I went out and sat on the lawnmower with Reuben the turkey at my side, and I'd call someone and I'd ask those three questions and send the video with the promise that in two days I will call you back. So now I have two phone calls every day in, in the month of April. I made 30, I sent 30 videos, 10 people joined. Huh. 21 more days, seven people join. I think I'm on to something. <laughs> so we're growing like a weed up here. They're, I'm the first guy in my county. I'm, they call me the county founder. It's my fault. And suddenly we're just rocketing to the front. And so I said, do you think I know that much that we're growing like a weed? And no, you can't. I, we've met you. You don't know anything. Exactly. But I know where to get the material. I'll leverage educational materials all day long, and I I teach people to do that. This video, you're going to commit it to Rumble. If I've said anything, even borderline sensible, it'll be available for our membership to watch at their leisure, possibly repeatedly. The fact that we had two Collins calling on one night. What <laughs> are the chances? <laughs> is worth people getting to watch. Um, you can go deeper in this if you want. You know, I, I put a lot of energy into this. Uh, I talk to a lot of people, Republic-wide, whether it's one at a time or in Zoomcasts or whatever. Um, but I said I was going to get this done. I'm going, once I discerned what was here and the applicability and the uh, uh, all the more it would take to do this, this, this just isn't that complicated. Mm-hmm. Join, build, read, share. And then let's move collectively. Somebody in the group will know stuff. Uh, how about this? I don't think any one person has to know everything about it. David Zuniga does, but then he's the founder. But if a group of 25 people collectively knew it and they could get together and share it back and forth, I think that works. Now, that, that's not necessarily authorized from the top. But remember, I used to teach agriculture students. I'm happy if as a group they can get the project accomplished. Mm-hmm. That represents to me a body of learning. And so that's what we're going to do here uh, to whatever degree you want. We find that the um, the demographics that are my age and up, we have wisdom. Mm-hmm. We, bring, we, we do bring that to the table. Perhaps those 20 years my junior bring energy and optimism. Together we make a formidable, formidable force. But all we're going to do is we're going to make the main thing 
the main thing. Now, somebody on here was talking about the corporation and they passed this and they stole the country. And my rebuttal to that is always the same. That sounds like somebody committed a crime. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be good to present that to a grand jury in your county? I'm not a grand juror. I'm agnostic on that topic, whatever it was they were presenting. But 25 peers, let them hear it. Yeah, and you know that universally works. I'm talking to uh, the group out in the West Coast. They were trying to get in front of the Ninth Circuit Court on a and appeals to present information to a federal grand jury, and they got shot down. My comment was, wouldn't it have been a good thing to present to your county grand jury? We don't have one. Oh, I was talking to a guy down in the southwest who lost statewide race because they stole his and the governor's and somebody else's. He had 1,200 counties of data where, like, 247 people all mailed in ballots from the same apartment, that kind of stuff. Right, right. So who you- who are you telling that to, legislature? I said, I thought they ripped you off the first time. <laughs> Wouldn't that be better to tell a grand jury in the county where you're finding the data? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if we have time. Okay. And that's the that's the hero. That's the hero going to go by himself. And God love him for doing that uh, over and over and over again. When we organize, there's more of us than there are of them. They fear, or at least respect the power of the people organized. Mm -hmm. I remember when Arlen Specter went to a meeting in State College and they ran him out of there just about on a rail back in the Tea Party era Mm -hmm. in this country before that got diluted and diffused. We're not going to get diluted and diffused. All right. I want your final thoughts in just a moment. But first, you guys, I just need to remind you before we take off for the night about the sponsors of the last half of the program. First of all, my friends at onenessdrops.com, where you can pick up your chlorine dioxide water purification kits. Chlorine dioxide, of course, is a wonderful substance that is great for a whole bunch of things. But most first and foremost, you can use it to make clean, potable water. If something happens to the water supply, you must be able to make your own water. You can get it from any supply. If it's uh, pond water or rainwater or even if it's coming out of the tap and maybe you think something's wrong with it. So use code RP78 to get 50 15% off every single order. Also, our friends at Prepare with, ooh, excuse me, I'm sorry, MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell at MyPillow.com. Use code RP78 to save up to 80% off of all of Mike's American-made, American-produced products. And then, of course, over at Prepare with RedPill78.com. Right now, you can save $200 off a three-month supply of emergency food or $700 off a one-year supply of emergency food. When you use code Prepare with RedPill78.com, excuse me, the URL, it will automatically apply the discount. Thank you very much to everybody who has supported the show. We do have a couple of more thank yous to give over here. Diana Houston on Cash App. Thank you so much, Diana. She said, uh, much love, my sweet friend. Always watching. Thank you, Diana. I'm glad to know that you're still out there. Uh, thank you also to uh, Sean Joe, Raisin Kane, and then Sean Joe one more time over there on Pilled.net, a.k.a. The Foxhole. All right, so, Bill, at the end of the show, I always like to get final thoughts from the guests. What would you most want the audience to take away from tonight's conversation? If you could just... There is a solution. It can be found at tacticalcivics.com. Join, dig in, download the books. You don't like it 30 days in? Drop back out. How are you going to know if you don't go? 
Simple enough. All right. Well, listen, Bill, it was great having you here tonight. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited about this myself. I am going to join. And uh, you guys, there is, of course, the official Tactical Civics Rumble channel you mentioned, tacticalcivics.com, which is linked in the description of this video. I also went and looked on YouTube, and there's a whole bunch of local, individual, county, and state Tactical Civics accounts that are set up as well. I would assume that those are being used by those groups uh, to offer broadcasts and programs where they're talking directly to their own members. But uh, sincerely, I hope everybody here checks it out. And I think that this is a worthwhile uh, uh, pursuit for our time. Uh, so, Bill, I hope that we can stay in touch and uh, we can continue to come back to this subject in the future. Uh, to everybody else watching in the various chats, thank you very much for being here. Uh, and uh, we're going to go ahead and see you tomorrow night at 9 p.m. for another episode of Saturday Night Livestream. Until that time, good luck and God bless.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.